Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the Sheila Zielinski Show today. Happy Veterans Day. I want to just give a big shout out to all the veterans, both in the United States and Canada. My grandpa, Bruce Patterson, a very decorated veteran who stormed the beaches. I come from a long line of amazing veterans. So a shout out to all the veterans past and present right now. Just want to honor you today on Veterans Day in America and, of course, Remembrance Day in Canada. We love you, veterans. Thank you for your service. And speaking of veterans, I have a fantastic veteran joining me today. It's our favorite veteran. He's a good friend of the program, and it is so great to have him back on the program. He is a highly elite former Navy SEAL sniper. He literally has a bio that I could read for the next hour, so there's no point doing that. I think by now pretty much everybody knows. Let's just say this guy is the ultimate badass. He really needs no introduction. It is the one and only Craig Sawman-Sawyer. Craig, welcome back to the program. It's really good to have you back on, my friend. Hey, it's good to be back on with you, Sheila. This will be fun today. So I got to tell you, Craig, I really was excited about you coming on, especially for Veterans Day. There is so much going on in this country that you, you know, put your life on the line to defend. And it must be really stomach turning and sickening to see what's going on in America. Really the last bastion of freedom, as people say, but I think it's the first and only bastion because it represents everything our founders knew was so important. And now one of your posts, I think I shared it on Facebook. Facebook or Twitter, one or the other. Craig's post is up there on your screen. Those on the podcast, I'm going to read this out loud. Listen to this. Craig posted this. Anyone pushing to release violent inmates, disarm you, commit infanticide on your offspring, open your borders to all corners, cover up child trafficking, censor your voice, persecute Christian values, burn your cities, steal your elections, and defund your police is not your friend. Well, you know, I'll take that one step further and I'll say any self-professing Christian that is rooting out there or voting for legs up Harris or Beijing Biden is a false prophet. And that's just a fact. It's just stomach turning to see what's happening in this country. Craig, what are your thoughts? Well, it's very upsetting to see everything that I fought to defend against being voted for by unwitting American voters citizens that in a lot of cases call themselves Christian. I had a lady earlier today, God help your soul for backing President Trump. And and that's kind of where that thought came from. I'm like, hold on, ma'am, let's review this. Uh, God's side is not the side committing infanticide on all the millions of babies, nor silencing people's voice, nor censoring us or opening borders and releasing violent inmates and defunding our police and causing this division that though none of those are godly principles so i don't know whose side you think you're on but you're not on god's side i'm living my life as best i can to fight for what's right and how can you look at me and make a judgment defending the guy that seems to be empowering the american citizens and doing what he he said against uh you know criminal cabal like the biden harris campaign and all the you know the global treachery that's behind them i mean there's there's no comparison and there should be no question i guess so your question i'm frustrated to see people not knowing which side is harmful and which side is good people are so lost and my mom called it before she passed away a supernatural stupor and she said you know craig people won't have wisdom if they don't pray to get it and they don't actively study to gain wisdom And uh, a lot of these people are clearly missing it. 
Well, when you look at this totalitarian, weird Jack Dorsey and his Twitter gang of hucksters trying to censor the elected president of the United States, the uh, hashtag vote fraud and the censorship, it can't be allowed to continue if America's going to remain free, Craig. You got the United Nations global overhaul, the Great Reset on the on the horizon. How will this vote fraud and the COVID-1984 pave the way for global control is what we have to be asking ourselves. You know, the fact that a bumbling, basement-dwelling, corrupt, confused, child-sniffing pedophile whose son is implicated in espionage, sedition, treason, underage sex rings, which we're going to talk about child sex trafficking in a minute here, Hunter Biden being openly investigated by the feds and his, you know, crime syndicate kingpin father? That guy's supposed to lead the greatest country on earth? A guy that can't string together a sentence or remember where he is? Or when Trump was filling stadiums, he can't fill a minivan? I mean, what planet are we on here, Craig? Well, we've got thousands of people now, witnesses that have signed affidavits to provide factual evidence in a court of law on the different aspects of the voter fraud that they were privy to, that they were witness to. When we're talking about factual witnesses that can be demonstrated in a court of law, opinions don't matter in a court of law. You have to have factual evidence. So we've got thousands of people and thousands of cases and millions of fraudulent votes uh, that they can demonstrate. And so it will not do for the mainstream news media to claim that's not happening when it clearly and obviously and factually is happening. So, you know, we've got a percentage of our populace who only get their information from one or two or three news channels, all of whom pitching the same lies. And then that becomes that citizen's understanding of the situation. And that's truly tragic. Well said. Yeah, it is truly tragic, isn't it? And what's even more of an atrocity to me is the fact that as far as I'm concerned, the mainstream media is the true enemy of the people. They are the new Pravda. They're the mouthpiece for the Communist Party. Marx was the granddaddy of communism. He was an avowed Satanist. He loathed capitalism. He propagated bureaucratic elitism and state ownership. In other words, you get nothing because the state owns all the capital, all the land. Oh, isn't that fun? Yeah, welcome to Agenda 21. Communism, folks, is the highest form of repression. Well, welcome to the Democratic Party of America and the mainstream news media, Craig. These duplicitous, insufferable turncoats. The press today, Craig, is nothing more than a propaganda arm of the Democratic Party is, as you just said, the U.S. is gripped in a mass media frenzied hysteria of lies and propaganda. Why? Because we have all these evil, treasonous MSM hucksters who won't tell the truth. You know, by the way, note MSM, if you're listening, Satan called. He wants his pitchfork back. Does this lunacy surprise you, Craig? It doesn't surprise me, but it's still painful to watch it play out. I've known for better part of 10 years, you know, Rupert Murdoch was a leftist and his two sons who were, were more radical leftists than he were taking over Fox News from him. So I knew that it would only get worse. Uh, of course, with Disney coming in, Disney did no favors there either. But Trish Regan was bounced out a while back for daring to speak the bold truth. She was absolutely right. And then Judge Janine bounced her. You know, they, they just will not allow people to speak the truth. You know, Newt Gingrich was on uh, The Five with Harris Faulkner and, and some of the others. Yeah. Uh, Hillary's professional liar, Marie Harf, was on there. And Newt Gingrich began speaking about the factual reality of George Soros 
funding the campaigns of a lot of these district attorneys across the country to get them in place because they will not prosecute child sex crimes. They will not prosecute uh, arson and rioting charges uh, from the radicals that that um, Soros funds and uh, as part of the master planning for, and they shut him down. Uh, one lady cut him off, cut off Newt Gingrich and said, oh, well, we don't need to talk about that. And then Marie Harf barged in all bolder than could be. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we He has no business being in this conversation. And Newt Gingrich said, well, wait a minute. Well, he's funding it. What do you mean he doesn't have any business being in the conversation? And it remained quiet. I think it was yeah. 14 seconds of unprecedented silence on mainstream news media. And Newt Gingrich finally said, oh, so it's verboten. You could see her. She's getting something in her ear. Looked like she was listening. And she said, okay, well, we're just going to have to move on then. I guess it's her show. They're they're probably dictating to her, hey, you need to just move out. You can't camp here on this stalemate. So <laughs> that was that was a revelation that Fox News was not going to allow Newt Gingrich to speak the truth about George Soros and his interference. And, uh, you know, as a warrior and patriot and former federal law enforcement criminal investigator, it enrages me to watch a sworn enemy like George Soros remain at large and remain completely empowered to engage all in all manner of subversion against the American people and and uh, seemingly unchecked. Not only is he not in prison, he's not getting raided. Nobody will even speak his name on the mainstream news media. So we've got a serious, serious problem when our enemy is allowed to set up shop right here in our own home homeland on our own soil, benefiting from millions and millions of dollars of our own tax money and uh, using it directly against us. And nobody will lift a finger against him. That is enraging. Absolutely. And I think you're really echoing what everybody's feeling that's listening to this program. They're just fed up with all of this, really. I think people are tired of seeing no arrests. They're tired of the DOJ doing nothing. They're tired of where's Bill Barr? What's he really doing? Trump's still cleaning house. And yet it's really frustrating because we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Whereas you've worked in that world, you've seen the layers of corruption that goes on, but how do they always get away with this? You know, where is the law in this country? That's the question I think people want to understand. Well, the swamp is, is deeper and wider than any of the American populace understand. I didn't learn about it really until about 12 years ago. And I've been trying to shake everybody awake that I know since then, a lot of them early on kind of cocked their head to the side, like, Craig, I'm not aware of a lot of the stuff you're telling me. This is so different. It's such a huge paradigm shift. It's hard for me to shift gears. And, uh, you know, over that past decade, you know, so many of the things have have become much more apparent and people have begun learning more organically on their own. Wow, there is a lot of corruption, including the, the entire eight years of the Obama administration. So look at this creepy stranger that that they wheeled in from Kenya and saying, oh yeah, here's this great guy. And, you know, he cares about, you know, the black people. Of course, he never did anything for the black Americans, nothing for their job stats, nothing for, you know, safety for them, nothing that that, that all the complaints that, that people have, he didn't help them at all. So eight years later, a lot of them you know, kind of savvied up and said, you know what, uh, we're going to do something different now. And that's why we've seen such a big walkaway movement to, to uh, President Trump, because, you know, as much as they accuse President Trump of being a racist, he's been surrounded by people of all types his entire life. And those closest to him all 
admit, yeah, he's not racist. That's not, you know, you may, you may not like the way he speaks You know, he speak crudely and, uh, and things, but he's, he's not a racist person. That's not how he's lived his life. So he's actually uh, done a lot more. He's created the strongest job statistics for minorities and females in the entire history of the United States. And, uh, I think people need to start asking their news outlets why they're not being told that. Right. Well said. But I think, Craig, the other point in this is, is there not a way to see these people perp walked at Gitmo? Is there not a way that people can be accountable? Because that's what I think the undercurrent in all of this is, Craig. Is there an answer to this? There is a way, Sheila, and that, and that way is enforcing our laws. We have not been prosecuting the guilty and it's just like a rotten little child you let little johnny start throwing pickle jars around in the grocery store and yanking ladies dresses off and cursing and you know flipping everybody off and becoming a little monster you let him continue to do that and it grows deep into his personality his his muscle memory and that's all he's ever going to be he's only going to get more emboldened and worse and worse and worse and that's what i see playing out in the united states our doj has gotten corrupted and they've quit prosecuting the big crooks and so now the big crooks are emboldened and it's just growing deeper and wider by the day. And I've been adamant about this for the entire four years that the president Trump's been in office. We must begin prosecuting. There need to be massive arrests to change this momentum of this fight. They're all having a gleeful jamboree shooting at our president. And I mean, shooting at him, not not with rifles or pistols, but shooting at him verbally, shooting at him with lawsuits, shooting at him with smear campaigns. And legally, we need to establish fire superiority. We need to gain fire superiority by starting to perp walk a bunch of their most powerful scumbags on national television, do Roger Stone style raids on them, but for real, for reasons that they they really deserve to be prosecuted for, put them down in Gitmo, put them before a military tribunal for treason and hang them where appropriate. Let the American people know systematically what the factual reality was, what the facts of the case bore out. What was this, this high level crook actually guilty of? Like Comey, Strzok, McCabe, Brennan, Clapper, the Clintons, the Obamas, on and on and on and on. What was it that each of these people were actually doing? How subversive was it? How hostile actually was it? What happened with Benghazi? The American people deserve to know. I know, but the American people don't. On the whole, they deserve to be told told that in a factual manner. And they need to. They deserve to be told what happened with Uranium One, with Hillary selling enriched uranium to the Russians. You know, they want to point the finger at President Trump for Russian collusion. There's no evidence of that. In fact, they they got they took a beating in the court of law because there was no evidence. But with a, an FBI that's going to sit on the evidence that's going to clear the president as they have, and with them being complicit in the falsification of evidence against the president, then clearly the FBI needs a house cleaning along with uh, probably a dozen other agencies or more. And what I've been, the drum I've been beating on lately, and that's why I was brought into uh, the American Industrial Compact and asked to speak there and then brought into the uh, American Priority Amp Fest down at Trump's Doral Resort and asked to speak there in front of, you know, governors and senators and congressmen and, and public figures is because I am a national security whistleblower in the federal law enforcement community. And I saw how the cabal protect their corruption 
I saw it from the inside. I watched the mechanics of it work, and I know how to break their corruption. And what I mean to do is make the contribution to President Trump on how to break the corruption and purge it from our key federal agencies one at a time and flip them from corrupt into righteous agencies back on their original chartered missions for God and country. And once the, the key agencies are on board helping the president drain the swamp rather than obstructing him from it, the pace will radically increase at which we can drain the swamp and break the back of organized crime of every kind. Apparently, it takes the a DOJ that has the intent to enforce the law. And clearly, right now, we do not have that. There's no reason why yeah. Hillary Clinton should not be waiting in jail for her trial rather than out uh, raising funds for sedition, undermining our president and our constitution at every turn that she should not still be out there on the streets. Neither should Barack Hussein Obama, whoever he is. We know who they told us he was, but why all the extreme effort to hide so much of his background? And uh, why was he able to overcome all of the checks and balances to get into the seat of the most powerful office on earth when, when people don't even understand who he is, including their deepest, darkest, most lucrative secret, child trafficking. Mm. Well, speaking of child sex trafficking, that's a good segue into the next thing I wanted to ask you is talk about this incredibly exciting project. It's been on the hopper over the last couple of years. It's now come to fruition. Contra land, where things are at, what's on the horizon, and what other things can we expect in the future from Sawman Sawyer? Yeah, well, I filmed Contraland. It took me three years. I had to found a, a nonprofit organization just to rally the money because all the big tech crowdfunding platforms were undermining me and blocking me from raising the funds as a civilian. So I founded Veterans for Child Rescue to just rally the funds to make a documentary. It's all I started off to do. But when we were filming the documentary, we realized, you know, with my federal law enforcement career, I could use that to build relationships with district attorneys and judges and sheriffs and chiefs of police all across the country, who many of them already knew who I was from film and television work, uh, the firearms related television series that I was on, things like that, that I could, um, build relationships with them and we could run joint operations. And we've got uh, a proven template of sting operations that we've got a 23 arrest with 100% conviction rate so far. Well, arrests and warrants so far with a 100% conviction rate. And um, we've run them in three American states and we've done some other joint operations in, in three other Southeast Asian countries. And so the, the documentary Contraland shows you those operations. It shows you expert witnesses on the nature of child sex trafficking in the United States. It shows you the victims and the families and so forth. And it really is an empowering documentary. So anybody can watch it anytime on ContralandMovie.com. It's aired to 90 million households already in U.S. and Canada on Daystar Network. There's another major network that um, just called about two weeks ago. They want to pick it up and air it too. Thank God, because the more the better. So anybody out there is connected to a network. If you want to air Contraland, please uh, reach out to us at Vets for Child Rescue. We want to share that with you. Okay. So that's that's good. We've got, I don't want to say who it is because the waters are so hostile, but I've got a major player. We just had a, a teleconference over the last two days mapping it out. We've, we're doing a, it's a new series 
about child sex trafficking, but it's multifaceted and it's going to really get the, the audience involved. And it's a really cool template. I really like the, the way this, this is conceived and it's going to be a, a fascinating and I think satisfying, rewarding series to be involved with for the, for the viewers. And it's really going to bring a lot of empowerment and a lot of knowledge to the populace. And, and that, that really, really causes me to, to feel really good about it. So we're, we're mapping that out and that'll start being filmed just as soon as we can and uh this guy's he's got a lot of money and he's very successful in film and television realm so we could we don't have to wait on any networks we could start uh, pretty pretty quickly on the filming so that's great and i've got friends and colleagues in law enforcement that are inviting us to do different types of law enforcement operations than we have so far all over the country including raids and things like that that we traditionally with vets for child rescue haven't been involved and we've been more involved in the running our own sting operations and we turn them over to the law enforcement once they're ready to be cuffed up and we've been down on border operations and we've uh, done a couple of recoveries the raids with law enforcement and things like that will, will, will be kind of a progression of what we've done so there's a lot going on man there's a lot of technology being offered to our organization. Some of the reason that I was brought into the American Industrial Compact was a lot of the, the most intelligent geniuses in our country that, that create a lot of the intellectual property that, that, that runs our intelligence community and our Department of Defense and uh, even our aerospace industry are tired of their inventions being sent straight to hostile nation states, mainly China. And so they started the American Industrial Compact to find solutions on losing our key national security assets to China. And uh, that's why it was such a privilege for me to speak there. And a lot of these people, before they've even submitted their stuff to Uncle Sam, are offering it to Veterans for Child Rescue because they know me, they know what we do. And they're saying, hey, Craig, man, we've got some technology that will really help you bring down a lot of bad guys. And so with the ways that we can investigate and research and uh, and conduct a lot of surveillance and different things is, is very powerful. It's state-of-the-art, uh, bleeding-edge stuff from day to day. I, I still sometimes can't believe we're the ones being first allowed to run with this. I think it's just a case of God is great. I know he knows my heart is good and he sees what we're proving our worth. And we're keeping straight and narrow in this organization and mission, and uh, he's blessing it. So brought in about 18 more investigators for our, our investigative side. And, and these guys, a lot of them are retired federal agents from different uh, criminal investigative agencies like the FBI and others from the intelligence community. And so we're just gaining more and more horsepower, more and more strength and, and capability and we're just being very careful on the vetting and bringing in the right people whose hearts are in the right place, who have the right personal history. And uh, so that this thing is as solid and as productive long term as possible, because the, the entire objective is to eradicate child trafficking in the United States and then in every other country we can get to after that. I actually watched Contraland and it was just excellent. And of course, a lot of things were really quite shocking, just I guess especially that no one seems to bat an eye that there's all these predators out there that target young children, especially young girls. What was that like and what are some of the takeaways from it? I had mixed feelings as all of our team did. There were times when we were sick at our stomach listening to some of these predators express what they wanted to do to the children, just seeing the callousness and the, the lack of empathy, the sociopathic tendency 
that a lot of these predators have, right? They don't have any regard for what, how it damages the child. They just want to do whatever they do. Abusive type behavior, whether it's sexual or not, it's all bad for the children. And they just don't care, these, these monsters. So that was sickening to see some of that. But it was also very inspiring to see that everyone, you know, predator after predator after predator after predator, when we're arresting them and sending them away to put them in a, in a cell, we realize, man, the average number of children that they rape throughout their lifetime is 70. And that who knows how many children will not be raped now because this monster is going in a box where he can rape no more. And that feels really good. We feel like we're doing God's work because that's what we're intending to do is stop the harm. And by filming it, we can share it with 320 million Americans and say, folks, look at this. This is a covert operation and it's domestic. It's being run right here in the United States. And the mainstream news media is deliberately keeping it from you. They're silencing it and they're censoring it so that you don't know what the predators that are hunting your children. It's like it's like a doctor, Sheila, knowing that you've got cancer and, and just smiling at you and not telling you. Month after month, you know, you come back, your hair's falling out, you feel wow. terrible, and the doctor's just smiling, going, oh, there, there, here's some candy. It's evil what our mainstream news media is doing. They're keeping this from the American populace. The fastest growing criminal enterprise on earth is child sex trafficking inside the United States. They estimated at 38 to $50 billion a year, which is bigger than all pro sports combined. Now, you tell me that shouldn't be front page headline news until it's eradicated. They won't tell us about it. If you want to see pitchforks and torches, that should be people in front of CNN saying, what's wrong with this place? Yeah. Who's running this hell hole? What are you, what are you doing if not informing us on the things that we need to know to look after our own best interest? If you're not giving us the news, the information of what's taking place. But of course, Sheila, you and I know enough behind the scenes to know that that's not why those news agencies exist anymore. That's right. Well, and you know what's amazing, Craig, is these very same harping about kids in cages, they're the ones that are not willing to really help children who are actually suffering in cages or worse, you know, these, you see these horrific oh, images with dog kennels and, and all this stuff. And you know, that's what's so ironic, the very people that are at the highest levels are into these, I'm going to just say it, and people get really weirded out by this, but they do human sacrifices. Look at all the stuff with Veritas that exposed the Planned Parenthood selling babies Maybe body parts to the highest bidder, you know, these weird concoctions, the elites drink, even Peter Thiel with PayPal admitted that he drinks the blood of children. That's an actual vetted article. This is really sickening. And it's so demonic. And I think that's the other thing is we don't realize what a spiritual warfare issue this is. I mean, you're a you're a seasoned combat veteran, a sniper. It's another thing to be physically in a war. But it's also a huge spiritual element to this, isn't there? There really is, and they don't teach us about spiritual warfare in the military. Even in the guerrilla warfare side, we're supposed to be outside of the box, breaking all the rules and finding a way to, to achieve a desirable outcome for the security of the American people. But they don't they don't mention anything about spirituality. And I'll tell you right now, there, there are people, there are a lot of people, certainly not the majority, but there are more people than there ever should be in the U.S. military voting for communist uh, ideals. 
voting for people that are persecuting Christians. They're voting for people that are committing infanticide on our children. They're voting for people that are doing everything that you read off in my list. They're, they're voting for that. I'm like, my God, what did you serve to protect against? If not those things, those are the most diabolical, communist, oppressive, tyrannical ideals I've ever heard of. And you're voting for it? I just can't wrap my mind around that. Sheila, that's what's upsetting for me. I'm looking at American citizens begging for their own slavery because they, they, they don't understand what they're voting for. Wow, they don't get it, do they? And, you know, that's why guys like you are so important, I think. And I really want to encourage people. This is really an important documentary. Craig's work is so important. I want you to take, you know, we've got about five minutes left of the show. I want you to take some time and really encourage people. I encourage them to get behind this. And I mean with your checkbooks, folks. I don't mean just support Craig. I mean, get out your checkbooks. I mean, our children, Craig, if we're not doing this for our kids, what the hell are we even doing this for? Well, when, you know, in my little boy heart, when I was a small boy and I was wearing, you know, Boy Scout uniforms that we would buy with, uh, we would cash in Coke bottles that, the, that we found in the garbage to the grocery store and we would buy um, used Boy Scout uniforms and we would rip off all the highly colored patches so that it was just an olive green shirt and pants and we would ambush each other in the woods playing army soldiers and in my little boy mind I was already a great warrior I was saving my country from evil and that's what I wanted to grow up and be and I, in my mind I was wanting to save the most precious and innocent from abuse from the unthinkable and it won't do to have predators doing the unthinkable right here right now in the United States and so Inside of Contraland, you'll learn that predators stalk our children through their smart devices and their phones and the apps and their Xbox games and uh, their computers, as well as corners of the school ground and the Boy Scout leaders and the Sunday school teachers and all the coaches that, that are pedophiles that work themselves into those jobs to get access to our children. And uh, so Contraland is an alert piece to empower the American people on, on the nature of that threat that we all deserve to know and understand so we can safeguard ourselves from it. So I'm trying I'm trying to empower the American people and alert them to it so that we can ultimately create a cultural turnaround. We could create a culture that's hostile to the child predators, hostile to this evil predation on children that it would no longer be so easy for them to do right under our noses. So that's why I filmed Contraland, is to help create this positive culture that's protective of the children. And that's what I'm really about, to create a safer United States for the children. And we're fighting that fight on all fronts. We're taking the fight directly to the highest level predators that we can, and we're alerting the populace on how to become safer and protect the children we're hammering stronger legislation. I mean, we're attacking on all fronts and we're growing very quickly and we can't do it without people behind us. So we do appreciate everyone's support. Yes, and a way we can get behind Craig and support him and his team is going to vetsforchildrescue.org. It is up on your screen. It is also linked below in the description. And I just want to say, you know, let's have heart, people, because I really, truly believe in my heart that all this stuff is going to be exposed. Uh, I just wrote a spiritual warfare prayer. Speaking of spiritual warfare, <laughs> I just wrote a prayer for President Trump. And if anybody wants that, just go over to my website, SheilaZelinski.com. Click on the prayers 
section, and it is up there. It is called Warfare Prayer for Election 2020. And let me tell you something, that's a powerful prayer. And our prayers are that Trump gets four more years to clean out the swamp. I truly believe he's going to get back in and all this corruption is going to be exposed. I really truly believe that. Yeah, man, I, I believe it too. I, I, you know, Trump may not be a perfect man, but I don't think God needs a perfect man. And I believe President Trump has the right uh, capability to turn our country around. We need uh, a lot of prosecutions against the criminals. We need uh, a strengthening of our economy. And I think he's capable of doing that. I'm in agreement. Well, Craig, I so appreciate you coming on the program. Again, happy Veterans Day. We thank you so much for your service, sir. I think truly I speak for all of us when I say we really appreciate you and all the veterans out there. Thank you so much for your service, everyone. Craig, it's always a pleasure to have you on the program. Folks, again, the information is up there. Craig's got merchandise. There's so many ways you can help out. You can volunteer. You can open up a checkbook, support his efforts on saving the children. And by the way, I just want to say even the hashtag save the children. I mean, we you guys have no idea how much warfare we're under, attack that we are under. The Stasi censorship is really incredible. So, you know, do make sure that you like Craig over there on social media, Twitter, Facebook. Of course, Parlor now is so big. We both have Parlor accounts. Uh, go check us out over there. Craig, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on the program and look forward to coming back soon. Thank you so much. A very nice chat, Sheila. I appreciate you. Thanks, Craig. Folks, that was Craig Sawman Sawyer. His information, including his bio for also tactical insider of course a lot of you remember seeing craig on shows like top shot rhino wars he's been on the history channel again just uh, such a impressive bio he's definitely got a lot of irons in the fire trying to fight back you got to appreciate his efforts it's just unbelievable and reach out to craig and let him know that you heard him on the program reach out to him through his website you can get a hold of him on social media and let him know that you heard him on the program it's always nice for us to get feedback you know this is why we do what we do to help educate and make people aware because what does the scripture say folks we're to expose evil that is a commission that we have there in ephesians we are to reprove and expose evil. And that's why these incredible guests like Craig are so important because it's very difficult for some of us in the alternative media to get a message out there. Look what happened, as Craig said, to Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich is shut down on national television. Judge Janine, as he said, I mean, things that are going on with people that are speaking the truth. I'm actually surprised Tucker Carlson doesn't run screaming from Fix News. I call it the Fixes in News. Uh, what a diabolical organization. And of course, there's a mass exodus. And we really do have power. The people have power. There's power in numbers, folks. We can shut these things down. But you know what the number one thing we should be doing is praying. As an evangelist, that's my number one true passion is to make people aware if Christians could understand their power and their authority and not just the James 5 scripture of the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, but think about this, folks. Prayer is not a last resort. We should be praying powerfully and not even worrying about this election. And for all those that email me so much, one of the biggest emails I get is, Sheila, I really am desperate for a church. I'm desperate to 
plug into a group of like-minded believers. I can truly say this is a problem for everyone out there. I don't fully know what the answer is. I tried to do that through swapprayers.com and it became an actual ginormous nightmare. It just was not executed well. That was my fault. Um, I really tried to just have a system where somebody could punch in their zip code and find like-minded prayer warriors, but it is so hard to vet people and find out where people are at in their Christian theology. There's so many Christians that are so all over the map. So I, I totally get it. I, I just been just praying for a solution for that myself, guys. I That's heavy on my heart. That's a burden that I have for my listeners that are lonely out there. I mean, <laughs> I can relate that more than anyone. I know so many people all over the world, and yet I can't even go to a local church because I, I can't stomach these cappuccino churches. I mean, if you can even get into one nowadays with COVID, uh, I was trying not to mention that on my show because everyone knows how much I loathe these mask holes. But anyway, folks, listen, go to SheilaZelinski.com, click on the prayers tab. Carla and I, who wrote Power Prayers Warfare that works, and if you do not have a copy of that book, that is an absolute must-have arsenal. Power Prayers, subtitled Warfare That Works, and it works. And I'm telling you, I'm going to do a show on some of the testimonies, because if you go to the, we've had a five-star review on Amazon since the day we published it. And I mean, that's really something to go three consecutive years of the five-star review. It is changing people's prayer lives. It is changing the game. Go look at the reviews. These are, I mean, it just, it warms our heart when we get these reviews, we get these emails and people contact us and they say how this book is changing their lives. And we also add prayers frequently up over there at SheilaZelinski.com. You click on the prayers. Again, over the next couple days, you'll notice we're going to add that election prayer. We already put up a prayer for President Trump. There's one for the chaos in our land around Black Lives Matter, Antifa. There's so many things we can do with targeted warfare people. So powerful. And back to power prayers, as we say in the book, prayer is when you are addressing God. Warfare is when you are addressing the enemy. That is so important because people don't know how to do the spiritual warfare. You know, Craig said something so amazing in the show, and it really will stick with me. He said, as a warrior, they don't teach you tactical spiritual warfare. And he's about as elite as you can get. And I just, that really resonated with me because folks, we are in a spiritual war and we're not fighting flesh and blood. We're fighting evil in the high places. And welcome to what's going on in America right now. So again, I want to encourage you to get that prayer. I think you're going to be really blessed by that. I did send uh, the revised copy out to my patrons. Folks, a reminder, this is a listener-supported program. You can become a patron where you get private content, perks. Uh, we're really changing Patreon up, coming out of the gate in the new year. Uh, a certain level of patrons are going to have exclusive time with me and some of their chosen favorite guests and things like that. We really want to show how much we appreciate your ongoing support for those that do support on a continual basis. I want to say thank you to you. And for those that haven't come along board, I hope I can depend on you for your support. This is an important program, and I hope you do believe that too. Thank you so much for listening to the program today. Good night, and God bless you.